Welcome back to History List. The rise of Islam had significant global consequences. With the advent of this new faith in the Middle East, the Middle Ages enter a new period. A new language, Arabic, takes on global importance as the language of the Quran, and the faith spreads from Morocco and Spain to Malaysia and the Indonesian islands. All of this is due, of course, to the life and teachings of a man named Muhammad, for Muslims, the Holy Prophet. The Arabian Peninsula, particularly the area we picture of Saudi Arabia, is mostly desert. Oases and caravan routes were the norm, with small trading cities. Muhammad was born in Mecca around the year 570. He grew up in an era of tribal clans, and some of the details of his early life are preserved. He experienced early losses in his family. By six, he was an orphan and was raised by relatives. His clan, the Hashim, was not particularly influential or powerful while he grew up. He began to work in the caravan trade, was honest, and married his employer, an older widow named Khadijah. When he was 40 years old, in 610 as the tradition goes, he was praying at the Hira cave when he was visited by the archangel Gabriel, who told him to begin the project of the Quran. Muhammad could not read or write, and so the beautiful poetic language he conveyed was taken as support for the text's divine origins. A few years after the revelation, Muhammad began teaching in public, and met with initial opposition. In 620, he is said to have experienced the night journey, departing from Jerusalem to heaven to meet God face to face on a winged horse. Around the same time, things became too difficult in Mecca. His wife and supportive uncle both died, and he accepted an invitation to Medina. Within a few years, armed conflict arose between Medina and Mecca. Mecca was still an important spiritual center in the region due to the Kaaba, the large black cubic structure with sacred relics inside. Muhammad and his clan had been long connected to this shrine, and so when his forces from Medina defeated the Meccans, it meant he could return to Mecca as a spiritual center. Indeed, it remains the spiritual center of Islam to this day. Jerusalem, of course, is also important due to the night journey. The Medinan forces and Meccans fought back and forth, and Muhammad traveled between the two in later years, dying in Medina in 632, around the age of 63. Islam flourished after Muhammad's death. The two main sects, Sunni and Shia, split over disputes in the correct order of his followers, and eventually the mystical tradition the Sufis became a separate sect as well. The faith spread throughout the Arabian Peninsula, and caught on early in Africa, both in Ethiopia and in the Saharan region adopted by the Berbers. These were important links, as Islam would in time become a significant faith in West Africa and throughout the continent. By the mid-700s, the Umayyads had set up a religious caliphate from Portugal to Pakistan, dominating the southern Mediterranean. The role of Islam at the crossroads of South Asia, Africa, and Europe would have centuries-long consequences. The basic teachings of Islam 
were relatively progressive for the era. There is a focus on supporting the less fortunate, such as widows and orphans. The five pillars of the faith reflect these ideas. First, you must accept God. The Arabic term is Allah. Second, to pray five times a day. Third, to give alms to support the poor. Fourth is to practice fasting during daylight throughout the month of Ramadan. Again, this is to remind one of the sufferings of the needy. And finally, if you have the ability to complete the Hajj at least once in your life, the journey to Mecca. There were other important concepts, like respect for people of the book, namely Christians and Jews. These faiths were seen as somewhat misguided. The Quran has some harsh words for them, especially Christians, since the idea that Allah could have a son is considered blasphemous. But tolerance was, for a period of many centuries, the norm. In Al-Andalus, in Spain, the Caliphate was notably accepting of different faiths, and many centers of learning arose throughout the Islamic world, such as Baghdad's Great House of Wisdom, which we will encounter in a later episode. During the early Middle Ages in Eurasia, it is safe to say Muhammad's new faith helped promote a great deal of prosperity and development in otherwise dark times. It is now one of the most popular faiths in the world. For our next History List episode, we journey to the Americas, where another beacon of civilization was glowing brightly in the rainforests of Guatemala. <laughs>